0: It's now time for your Election Crimes Bulletin with Greg Tallis. And in one moment, we're going to welcome Greg back, but he has helped us uh, make a connection with a very special guest that we are delighted to introduce. And joining us is C.K. Hoffler. She is the chair of the National Board of Rainbow Push coalition. She's a longtime attorney. Uh, she's been in the battle to save people's vote in Georgia in Atlanta. Uh, and uh, wow, well, CK Hoffler, welcome to flashpoints. Uh, all your skills, you've got a lifetime of skills, apparently, all uh, sharpened for this moment. What's it look like on the ground? Now you think people are going to be able to vote fairly uh, in Georgia in Atlanta? How's that look? What's it looking like? well i i don't think it's going to be easy for people to vote fairly
1: in georgia and first of all thank you for having me on the show and the reason why i said that is because voter suppression is alive and well in georgia you know greg palace who is phenomenal you all know he's phenomenal and vigilante really underscores in graphic detail exactly how voter suppression is manifesting itself in georgia and quite frankly it's not just georgia throughout the country but it is so specific to the voting history in Georgia, and and the movie brings it to modern-day voter suppression. So to answer your question, succinctly, no, I think it's gonna be very, very difficult for some people to vote and for us to have free and fair elections in Georgia because of the voter suppression. But by the same token, there are many, many civil rights, grassroots organizations in the field, on the ground, in georgia that are making sure that people are registered to vote because the key to the elections with this very very contentious these very contentious elections in georgia the key is really to register voters because we are in a voter suppression state without a question we have a very we have very strong legislation that you all have heard this that preclude people from even giving someone standing in line water or something to eat. So if someone has a medical condition requiring them or the water would make a difference or if they needed a little snack, it could be people who would try to tender just to the basic humanity could be arrested in Georgia. So we are confronting voter suppression on all levels from the closing of voting stations to minimizing significantly um, absentee ballots to you name it. The classic voter suppression is now alive and well in Georgia. And also people challenging people's ballots. I mean, that is the most, I think, devastating aspect of what's happening in Georgia. And Vigilante, again, underscores this. So if you just imagine yourself in a situation where you haven't moved, there's no reason why your your vote should be challenged. You are properly registered to vote and someone just challenges your vote, challenges your ballot without even you knowing the person or without them even investigating it. That's what can happen in Georgia, and that's what is happening.
0: And I know that uh, you understand in the context of the history of the battle for the vote, particularly in the South, blood has been spilled. What's your, how do you see this historically? We thought we were sort of past this thing about people actually having the basic right to vote, are you surprised? Where do you think the hope lies? we got a big battle ahead of us to fight for the vote. We,
1: we really do. You know, I was, I can say I really wasn't surprised because ever since the 2013 uh, U.S. Supreme Court opinion, Shelby County versus Holder, um, ever since that crushing opinion was inked, um, voter voting rights in states like Georgia, and actually throughout the country, have been curtailed, have been limited, have been cut, have been challenged, have been an an issue. Because all of the protections, the federal protections that existed, especially as related to ensuring that there be minimal or no discrimination at the polls, were stripped. And that was Shelby County versus Holder. The late, great Ruth Bader Ginsburg inked the, the, I would say, just incredibly strong, dissenting opinion in that case, and basically outlined how voter suppression, what we could expect to happen, and voter suppression. So since 2013, the states have been in control of administering the elections and did not have to report or, or do any of the things that they had done, had to do with pre-clearances previously under the law, under federal law, before Shelby County versus Holder. So what we are seeing right now in terms of voting um, stations being closed and the various acts of voter suppression are the direct result of that opinion so i'm not surprised but what is surprising is the tenacity of those who are just determined to strip away people's right to vote when we know in this country historically people died so that we so that i might have the right to vote
0: you, you know uh, just about 20 years ago i was traveling around the south investigating dozens of black church burnings you may remember Uh, There were over 100. And I remember I I got to Alabama, and that's when I got my first lesson about the nature of of voter suppression in the South, when Jefferson Beauregard Sessions III, I learned, had made a career on stopping black people from Mm -hmm. voting. So while we were investigating the black church burnings and the Klan and all that, he was investigating why these black people kept burning their own churches and accusing other people of uh, stopping them from voting. You ever heard stories like this?
1: I have, I've had. I mean, I've had, you know, when you live in the South, I'm originally from up North, but I've lived in Georgia for a decade and I lived in Florida prior to Georgia. And when you live in some of these states which are very, very acutely, acutely aware of the fact that when people have the right to vote, that could change the demographic. that could change the entire demographic of or the political posture of certain certain counties of certain places when they have the right to vote, and it could change who is elected. you know, there is increased voter suppression because if you don't allow people to vote their conscience and to vote who they feel puts forth their best interest, then you won't have the opportunity for us to see the outcome when they're free and fair elections. But if you do allow people to vote, then we see different outcomes. in the last presidential elections, people were allowed to vote in Georgia and in many states um, because of COVID. You know, there were different measures that were put in place because of COVID to enable people to vote. Well, those things have been reversed. So we're expecting that voter suppression is going to be an all-time high. So none of this surprises me in Alabama, you know, in place, Alabama, Texas, Wisconsin, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee. All of these states are, we, there are at least 20 states in this union, maybe 22, that have very significant voter suppression laws. Right. And so we, we're just turning back the clock. And I'm reminded of people who died, who died, who were killed so that we might have the right to vote. So it's, it's very, very distressing. But to counter that, we are seeing groups mobilizing very aggressively in communities to ensure that people have the right to vote. You have to realize that in places like Georgia, there are communities in Georgia and rural parts of Georgia where they don't have access to the Internet. So when you have people that have been illegally stripped from the voting rolls, and Greg Pallas did a phenomenal job at documenting this, and there's clear there was clear evidence of this, and we had voting lit- litigation surrounding that. When you have that, as it was the case in Georgia, where we believe prior to the presidential elections or prior to the Senate runoff late race where um, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock were running, Close to 200,000 Georgians were legally stricken from the roll. When you have situations like that occurring, it's imperative that people check their voting status. They have to go to votingrights.org or just check their status. But if you don't have access to the Internet, forget about high-speed Internet, just the Internet, as is the case in rural Georgia, then you can't check that status. So that's why organizations such as you know Rainbow Push Coalition, Transformative Justice Coalition, the People's Agenda, Black Voters Matter Fund, and others in Georgia are critical. They play a very, very important role because they help people to register to vote. They go in those communities. They knock on the doors. They ensure that people have the option and, and give them the ability to check their voting status and to register to vote. That's really important. And it's not just Georgia. All of these communities and all these states in the South, you see rural communities where people don't have access to the internet. Basic things. That's why you know during COVID when we had you know, children learning, um, you know, learning virtually, well, you have to have a computer to learn virtually. You have to have access not just to the internet, but high-speed internet to, to, to learn virtually. So that's a real problem in terms of education and voter education in some of these southern states where there's, there's very poor or limited access to high-speed internet that would enable people to vote and to vote their conscience and to vote what they feel is best
0: beautiful. Uh, Well said. That's C.K. Hoffler. She is the chair of the National Board of the Rainbow Push Coalition. She is an attorney. She has been representing folks who are having their votes stolen. And I I want to, there's a guy here on the other line. I know he's banging down the wall to get in. I think he might have some questions uh, for you. His name is Greg (laughs) Pallast. He is the filmmaker of Vigilante, Georgia's vote suppression hit. And this is sort of Oh, uh, this is a f- consider this a friendly ambush. Uh, I know Greg has some questions for you as well. Greg, join it's us. Be fr-
2: it's got to be friendly because CK has acted as attorney uh, of record for uh, the Palace Investigative Fund. But more important, uh, we uh, went into federal court. And just so you know, she's not just an attorney. She is, uh, besides Reverend uh, Jesse Jackson's personal attorney, if I remember correctly, too, and head of, of Rainbow Push as the chairwoman. But she's a former. Um, president of the National Bar Association And has been, you know, at the forefront of this fight And we went into federal court She mentioned 198,000 Georgians wrongly removed Which, uh, you know, as you know uh, from the Election Crimes Bulletin We uncovered this, we had the experts This is all, by the way, in the film Vigilante Georgia's Vote Suppression Hitman And uh, one of the things is now With this vigilante voter system system maybe and, and by the way a couple things the CK has seen the film and by the way I appreciate the fact CK that uh, according to Santita Jackson that you were tweeting or texting her in the middle of film saying you got to see this girl it's powerful I was so,
1: I was Greg. okay so I mean, she didn't make
2: that one up I, <laughs> no she didn't
1: make it up I was in the I couldn't believe it it was first of all you know Greg you are phenomenal and and I don't, don't know if people completely appreciate your brilliance and what you have done in uncovering this voter suppression, especially in Georgia. But it's not just limited to Georgia. You could pick any state in the union and and you would see a replica of this type of voter suppression. It's just the evidence is baffling in Georgia. I think what was so unique about your movie, about this movie Vigilante, was that you had actual people who had been victims and who are victims today, as we speak, of voter suppression. People who had been stricken from those roles by people or, or whose ballot had been challenged by people who knew nothing about them, didn't know anything about them. They just got a list, a random list, of course, put in front of them by people who we, you know, nefarious groups or groups that, that are there designed to win the Senate seat in Georgia by any means necessary. And then there are people that were just challenging the ballots. And when these people were confronted with the people whose ballots they were challenging, the vote they were challenging, they basically had nothing to say. They were just making up stuff as they went along. And I think the way that you juxtapose the actual people who were victims with the people who were the perpetrators of this voter suppression was nothing short of brilliant. And then, of course, to expose and to to have the country understand the history of Brian Kemp and his family and Britain being the family who brought slavery to the state of Georgia you know it's it is was was also something that was masterfully done and i think everyone needs to see this movie it's not just about georgia but
0: it's relevant say that again now say that again. again this well the guy who's running against the guy who's running against stacy abrams what's his yeah. connection
1: his his family and Greg, you could say it but his family yeah. was the family that brought slavery to georgia to the state of georgia his family now you know, you yep. can't rewrite history. You can change your last name, but you can't rewrite history. And what this movie does, what Vigilante does, it traces his family. Now, these are just things that are facts that are, that are I don't believe they're in dispute. So I think no. that this movie is very rich with historical significance. It's rich with the present-day voter suppression. It's rich with concrete examples of how voter suppression actually manifests itself in this country using Georgia as an example. But please mark my words. It is not unique to Georgia. This is happening throughout this nation. So that's why everybody needs to see this.
2: Thank you, CK. And and by the way, it is a movie. It's not just good for you information. It's not a textbook. It is a movie. Um, It is. uh, I was just watching it it, uh, today with with, uh, George DiCaprio, who is the executive producer. And it's, you know, it's weirdly, it's, it's harsh, but it's entertaining, and there's a lot of humor. But the, one of the things that you, that, uh, that you brought up, C.K., is that, yes, it's Georgia, but it's, it is every state is whatever is tested out by the GOP in Georgia. And by the way, I'm not being partisan by saying that all 88 vigilante vote challengers with a uh, quarter million challenges to voters, all 88 are Republican officials. And overwhelmingly, the people that they are attacking and that you meet in the film are African-Americans, Hispanics, Asians, and young people. Basically, they're going to have to vote as the color, the color being blue. It's not partisan. This is just factual. And at the beginning of the film, it's introduced by Martin Sheen. And he explains it's coming, just like the film he says, it's coming to a state near you.
0: Bloomberg
2: has reported. Bloomberg just reported that the Georgia Vigilante Voter Challenge System has now moved to nine other states, Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida, and, of course, Arizona. And if you might recognize that, those are the states that are going to swing the U.S. Senate. So they take this method that they used in Georgia, and that C.K. Hoffler and Rainbow Push have been fighting – and uh they're taking it on the road. I mean it could determine remember that that Biden won Wisconsin by officially by just 10,000 votes. The people that that are funding the challenge in Georgia are Wisconsin billionaires, which we show in the film. Wisconsin billionaires, the um the Bradley family. And they are using it in Wisconsin where, you know, again, Biden just won by 10,000 votes. Mandela Barnes, the Lieutenant Governor And, of course, he's African-American, and his constituents are facing these purges and attacks. Everything you see in Georgia is happening in Milwaukee, which is, by the way, why Milwaukee State Senator Lena Taylor in Milwaukee is having a showing of the film in Milwaukee on Saturday. Because she says, it says Atlanta, but it sure looks like Milwaukee when we're looking at what they're doing.
0: All right. Listen, everybody, we're just about out of time. And what an honor to have you uh, with us, C.K. Hoffler, and the incredible work you do as chair of the National Board of Rainbow Push Coalition as Jesse Jackson, my hero, working with uh, Jesse Jackson and uh, being his attorney. It's, It's an honor to have you with us. We hope you win uh, this battle with the help uh, of Greg Palast against voter suppression. And uh, I hope you'll come back and keep us posted uh, on the frontline battle uh, for the vote in Georgia. Uh, really would love to have you come back and talk to absolutely. us again.
1: Absolutely. absolutely, I'd love to come. I, and, and anytime I can,
0: I cannot express to your listeners
1: how important it is to see vigilante. I cannot express how important it is because it will open your eyes to things that we just don't want to see. It's gonna make you feel uncomfortable, but it's also very entertaining. I mean there are topics in there and, and situations that will move you, but also Greg has a unique way and, and yes. of putting together a movie that also has humor. And sometimes you laugh and keep from crying. Let's just say yeah. it. But it's a great, it's a great movie, it's entertaining. It's filled with historical significance and legal significance and relevance to today's environment. So I hope that everybody will see it and also vote. You know, having the right to vote is not a partisan issue. Everyone should have the right to vote. It doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat, Republican, just let people vote. What's the big deal? And I think that is when when you see voter suppression, it makes you feel some kind of way because if you let people just vote, that's the American way. That is democracy. That's what it is to be, I believe, in this country. Anything short of that is voter suppression and designed to take us back to one of the dark errors in our country that we do not want to revisit. And that's where we're headed if we're not very
0: careful. Thank you so much for joining us on Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.